baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Six forty-four. Call it six forty-five. Quarter to seven. Tommy Tucker, WWL. Counting it on a Christmas, December twenty-first. Today is the winter solstice, the shortest day of the year. However, due to a weather anomaly, the earliest sunset actually happened about a week ago. Uh, it's going to turn cold, and you need to take the necessary precautions because we're not really used to that here, right? So you have today and tomorrow to get ready, and then it's going to turn bitterly cold, I guess. Pipe damaging cold be the best way to put it. So all the precautions, pets, pipes, and plants for the starting, I guess, on um, Christmas, the Friday before Christmas, Christmas Eve Eve, if you actually before that, Thursday night. Let me just tell you, highs of 56 today, 66 tomorrow. Then the front comes through, lows Thursday night, 18 North Shore, 24 South Shore. And then Friday, highs of 32. That's the high temperature, and it's going to be windy, so it'll feel colder than that. Saturday, Christmas Eve, highs of 36, another nighttime low of uh, hard freeze, 20, 26, north and south shores. Then Christmas Day, very cold, highs of 38, and lows that night of 22 to 32. So you do have to take the precautions. We'll talk with all the necessary people about that to get you ready to protect everything. Right now, we're joined by David Beer, immigration policy analyst at the Cato Institute. How you doing, David? Good morning, and thanks for joining us. Good morning. Merry Christmas. Thanks for having me. Merry Christmas to you, sir. Let's talk about what's going on at the border and Title 42. Let me take a uh, step back and you can remind people what Title 42 is and what it does. Well, Title 42 is a section of the public health code that allows the Centers for Disease Control to issue an order blocking the entry of people uh, supposedly spreading COVID or other contagious disease in the United States. And so how it's being used at the border is to deny people who cross the border any kind of process, uh, the opportunity to apply for asylum and immediately expel them either to Mexico usually or to their home country. How do they get there? Do do we put them on a plane or a bus or something, or is that – do we just send them back to Mexico and put them back across on the other side of the border, and that's Mexico's issue? Well, that's right. Yeah, we bust them to the to the port of entry, and then we just push them across the bridge. See you later. And we do usually see them later because there's nothing to do in, in Mexico except try to cross back into the United States again. And so what we've seen is people who we uh, – push across that bridge we it's typically not the last time that we see them so the supreme court put a temporary hold on the termination of that uh, title 42 which means that it remains in effect right that's right so it's it's still in effect uh they're still carrying out these uh expulsions as they call them under title 42 and uh, it, they will until the, the order is lifted. And then a district court order that, that says they have to terminate 
this uh, program, if you want to call it that, uh, will go into effect. Is this in the best interest of the United States as far as the Cato Institute is concerned? Well, no. Uh, this this order has really perverse effects uh, because of the fact that it also applies to people applying for asylum legally at, at ports of entry. It creates an incentive for people to cross the border illegally. And not only that, because it also applies to people who turn themselves into Border Patrol and don't try to evade detection, it's creating a huge incentive to try to sneak into the country, which is even worse from a border security perspective. So what we've actually seen is that the number of people evading detection under Title 42 has gone way up to the the level we haven't seen since – the Bush administration. So what is the um, criterion for turning people away? Is it if they're not vaccinated or is there any any reason or, or any documentation or is it just if you cross the border, we're presuming that you are a public health hazard and we're turning you back? It's entirely arbitrary. Uh, really, they're only focused right now because of capacity limits in in Mexico. Mexico will only accept uh, certain types of people. They're really mainly focused on people from the Northern Triangle countries of Central America and Mexico. Those are the people who are being expelled uh, into Mexico or or to their home countries. And so what we see is about 90% of, of people traveling without children Um, to the U.S.-Mexico border from those four countries get expelled. Families, about 65% if they're from those countries. Everyone else, it's about 3% because those countries, you have to actually fly them back to their home country, and that is a much more logistically challenging uh, endeavor. And so it's really based on country of origin, whether you get selected or not. And then after that, you know, they'll make some humanitarian exceptions here or there. But for the most part, uh, that's the program. David, I get a text here. We have people aligned where people can text in that says, this guy, talking about you, is definitely for wide open borders for sure. I don't think that's the case. You can respond to that when you come back. And we can also talk about what would be the best way to handle this situation. And every action has a reaction. So, what about the towns that are along the border caring for the immigrants, child care, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? It's a complicated problem, and Congress doesn't want to take it on, it seems like. They keep kicking the can down the road, both parties. 651, 9 till 7, traffic now on WWL. 657, Tommy Tucker, WWL, Wednesday morning, December 21st, talking to David Beer, immigration policy analyst at the Cato Institute, which identifies as libertarian, if you're wondering about the border. And somebody texted in and said, um, and we get these texts occasionally from people that say, um, that people express their opinions. David, this one says, this guy is definitely for wide open borders for sure. Are you for wide open borders for sure? And what do you think a better way to handle the situation would be? I'm for legal immigration. I want people to be able to immigrate to the United States legally and in accordance with the rule of law. And so... Uh, whatever that, you know, people characterize that different ways. People want to say I'm for open borders. I'm for legal immigration. I want, I want a system where 
it works for the United States to have people come and contribute to this country. And that's what I'm for. It um, seems like, unless you're Native American, we all came here from somewhere else. Uh, but much like when a new neighborhood is developed in a, a suburban area, everybody wants to shut the gate as soon as you build your house. Uh, what would you like to see the government do at the border? Would Congress take, uh, quit abdicating their duty and um, do some, pass serious immigration reform so that we don't have these things happening and dealing with them on an emergency basis? Absolutely. What we have at the border is chaos. It's uh, disorderly. It's illegal. It's um, all all sorts of humanitarian uh, disasters are uh, are being carried out at the border as a result of this uh, broken immigration system. But yet, neither party really wants to do anything about it, do they? That's right. Yeah, it's uh, a bipartisan what? effort. Why the hesitancy, David? That, that's what I don't understand. Why, why wouldn't the Republicans take this on and, and do things as they see fit or the Democrats when they are in control? Well, both sides have two extreme policies. Uh, we saw this uh, this month when two bipartisan senators came together and uh, suggested we'll continue Title 42 for the next year, but we'll also legalize the dreamers and make changes to the asylum process so people get processed faster and both sides shot it down they said no way we're not going to continue title 42 we're not going to make changes to the asylum system and the other side said we're not going to legalize the dreamers uh young people who came to the united states as children so it's a it's a quandary Thank you. Both sides are this extreme. Thank you, David. I appreciate your time. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We'll take a break. Come back. Talk about the city of New Orleans and pandemic funds. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available. Available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 